I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything. Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. writing this down this is good stuff i'm john and this is john helps you write better and let's start off our week by writing better today i have a for you a story about expectations expectations are a thing i spend a lot of time thinking about because i am an incredibly anxious person sort of by default and expectations are always the thing that send me into the maybe the highest level of anxiety. And it doesn't really matter what kind of expectation we're talking about, whether it's a personal expectation about how I should be with or around other people or a professional expectation as to how work is supposed to be or a financial expectation about how much money should or should not be in my bank account in order to be good. I made air quotes there. But uh, expectations are a thing. And... I don't like them, but, you know, they're there all the same. This is a story about expectations. About 20-something years ago, I needed a job. I was kind of meandering through life, not really entirely sure what to do. And I was, you know, helping writers, but not really helping writers. I mean, I was I was doing it here and a little bit there and maybe over on the weekend or whatever. But it wasn't, it wasn't a job. Now, it wasn't a job for two reasons. One, uh, I didn't really know how to make it a job. I, I didn't really know other than like when somebody asks, I will go do this thing. I hadn't yet like figured out, oh, I should tell people I do this or I should make myself available via a website or something so that people could come to me when they need me. I was, I was doing this kind of just doing this. And uh, the other expect the other, the other issue I should say was uh, I wasn't taking it very seriously. Sure, it was great when I was doing it, but I I wanted my free time. I didn't do anything in my free time. I just wanted to have free time. I, and really, as I sit today and think about it, it wasn't so much that I wanted big long stretches of nothing to do. It's that I wanted that ability to absolutely control my time. I wanted to have that sense of complete confidence that I'm the one who's choosing to do nothing, who's choosing big, long hours where I'm bored out of my skull and long stretches where I can just sit and, you know, skim social media or... Um, it wasn't even social media back then. It was, it was just random bullshit websites, message boards... And, and, you know, just random stuff online. It, it wasn't, uh, I wasn't under somebody else's thumb. I wasn't trying to um, do something the way, you know, some, nobody was saying jump and then therefore I had to say how high. That's what I wanted. And my dumb idiot addict brain, you know, would say things like, well, the best way to do that is to not do anything. Because that way you're in charge of nothing, but you're in charge. Because that doesn't make any damn bit of sense. So anyway, I needed something to do. I needed some kind of thing to both occupy my brain because I was uh, in need of that. And I also needed money. It was really, really hard to do things like have a drug habit when 
you you don't have any money to, to you know buy the drugs and you're running out of things to sell for quick cash to acquire the drugs. So uh, there I am looking for work. And at the time I had been picking up little piecemeal edits a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit here. And it was again, all very handshake deal. And maybe if I remembered, I'd send a really weakly worded contract agreement. And we'd you know, basically just say it's this much money on this date for this much work. And, you know, then I'd get paid usually through like a digital service or something, but I get paid or sometimes somebody would hand me cash. I mean, it wasn't like a lot of money. It was enough for like go to a fast food place and then maybe get gas and then maybe buy drugs with a leftover. It was not, it was under triple digits. It was, it was not great. And I would do that here and there and I needed something more stable and I needed something more just better, just better. I was miserable uh, nothing was really working out. I didn't really know what to do. And I was talking to some people about it and they gave me all the same things. I just said, Hey, you should, you should get a job. You should, you know, really apply yourself. You should give a shit. You should have a website. You should do this. You should do that. And all of those things sounded like work, like work, work, like the work I saw my father do that crushed his soul or the work I saw my mother do that exhausted her or the work I saw other people do and they were unhappy and I, I didn't want to be unhappy. I spend, I mean, this was, I was way younger. I was less happy then than I am now, which is saying something. But I spent most of my time unhappy. So why would I want to do something that seems to make me purposefully unhappy? See, because I had this expectation that the minute what you love to do turns into a job, you no longer love it because that's what I had modeled for me growing up and seeing other people around me. This expectation is one of many that's unreasonable, but I didn't want it to be a job all the same. So I, I just kind of, you know, dragged my way through. And then at some point, I'm not really sure what happened. I don't really know, like, what the particular incident was, but I had run out of money and I had run out of work to do and I was scrambling. I was desperate. And I thought to myself, well, what I need to do is something where there's you know, not a lot of effort involved. I don't have to work very hard, but the payoff's huge and other people will be proud of me or positive for me so that I don't have to feel inadequate or, or weak or in a bad position because other people are going to buoy me and lift me up. And I was thinking about everything from like, I'm going to go to trade school to I'm going to go back to school and get another degree or, or something just so that, you know, my family would foot the bill or something I, I thought, or that I could, you know, student loan the hell out of it or something. I thought there had to be a way, again, I had an expectation, an expectation that um, it must exist because I'm me, I'm a white guy. Uh, there must be a way for me to get maximum reward for minimum effort. And that's super not true. Can we just agree that that's super not true nor possible? But there I am trying to find the easiest way out, the shortcut, the, the quick buck, the least involved, highest reward, lowest risk strategy, just to kind of pass through life without really doing anything substantial. And I'm talking about this and I had just done some work for some people and I was telling them like, well, I don't have anything planned ahead. I don't really know what I'm going to do. And 
one of them said, hey, hey, why don't you come out to California? Why don't you just relocate here? You know, my job will hire you. And then you can just keep doing what you're doing now, except, you know, we'll give you like an office and a desk. And, and during the day, you can help us by doing the same thing you're doing now. And then, you know, in the evenings and nights and the weekends, you're free to do whatever. Now, <clears throat> how, do I, how do I tell you this? Th- that sounds ideal, it just sounds ideal because I had an expectation that, you know, at my age, the age I was, no matter the problems I had, no matter the issues or the bullshit I had going on, I should have been like a million miles away from the place I grew up. And I should have been a million billion miles away from my family. And I should have been a million billion miles away from all the stuff that held me back. Again, a semi-reasonable expectation blown out of proportion. So here comes this this job offer, this life offer to go to California. And at this point in my life, I'd been to California once and it had transformed my life. I mean, I, I broke my ankle, but at the same time, like I saw a whole different world with a whole different set of possibilities and it terrified me, which is probably something we should talk about maybe tomorrow. But uh, it absolutely terrified me to see the the door open up and see all the things I wanted on the other side. I could write. I could. I could go back to screenwriting. I could, you know, work commercial copy edits. I could do loads of stuff. And this was again twenty something years ago, when before three economic collapses, before you know the the price of housing and everything went through the roof. I I could have made a chance here. I could have you know left everything I had gone to completely the other coast with, I, I didn't even have a laptop. They, they offered to buy me one. Um, I, I didn't have much of anything and I was scared because I had an expectation again that, uh, I wasn't good enough for these things. Oh, that stuff happened to other people, not just like lifetime movie stuff where everybody gets a happy ending, but just in general, good things didn't happen to me because of who I am and what I do. So, I, I really deliberated this and they, they made a very sweet offer, you know, many, many tens of thousands of dollars for what seemed like low effort work. I wouldn't have to like break a sweat. It would be a couple long days every now and then, but not exactly, you know, different than what I'm doing now. And I really deliberated it. And they even said they'd pay, you know, my first three months for an apartment. They'd, you know, they'd cover me with health insurance. At that point, I, I didn't have any. And it, it sounded ideal and they were really, really eager to, to hire me and sort of put me in residence there to help them write better for lack of a better term. And I had an expectation that that would make me infinitely happy and solve all my problems because it sure sounded like it was going to. And, uh, as you can tell, since I'm talking to you today about this, I didn't do it. Because I had an expectation that I wasn't going to be good enough, that I wasn't going to get it right, that I was just going to screw it up. And then I'd be, you know, thousands of miles away from home, even though I would have left New Jersey, thousands of miles away from home, thousands of miles away from anybody who I knew really, except these, you know, these Jamooks and Palookas. Although I did have plenty of friends in California, but that's, that's not important. I wasn't thinking about them. You know, I, I was thinking about how I wouldn't, I wasn't going to be in Jersey and it, I, I talked myself out of it because I was scared because I had an expectation that I wasn't going to be good enough and that the, the future, whatever it might've been was supposed to be hard because everybody kept telling me how hard it was. And that's, that's one of my greatest regrets in life. 
I really think had I had I gone in 2000 and well it was just 2000 at that point uh, 2000 and I had moved to California uh, I never would have gotten into radio I never would have gone uh, into the upper levels of education I never would have you know met the guy who taught me how to do this job I never would have done this job um, I I I don't know if I'd have a drug habit as bad as I had um, I, I don't know life would be entirely different. And as I sit here today and I look at sort of the, you know, wherever the light touches Simba, this is what John has to deal with. I, I think about those days and I think about those choices and I think about those expectations. And I, I didn't do the very simple thing of questioning. I didn't ask myself questions. Do I feel prepared? Do I think I can do this? Do I think if I really had to, I could work a little harder? Do I really think I'm not good enough? Do I really think that it's supposed to be hard? What if it wasn't hard? I've always wanted to trust myself and go out and try the big, bold things. And here's a big, bold thing. So why am I not doing it? Am I just a coward who's all talk? I didn't, I didn't stop and poke myself with questions. Now, granted, I'm 20-something. I know nothing of the world. I am essentially a fool with two feet. And I should have. I should have turned around. I should have asked somebody. I should have. Now, granted, yes, it would have been great to be in a position where I had people I could turn to and have an honest conversation where I wouldn't be browbeaten, shamed, abused, traumatized, yelled at, you know, I would have loved to have that kind of support network behind me, but I've never really had that. So it wasn't just going to magically fall off the fucking truck. So I, I would have had to make this decision on my own. And yeah, I could easily, you know, just turn this around and go, well, nobody ever taught me how to make good decisions for myself. Nobody ever believed in me or gave me any kind of support. So I don't believe in myself. I could have blamed other people. In fact, for a very long time, I did blame other people about this. What's the point of this story? other than, hey, things could be radically different and I wouldn't be doing this. The point of this story is that when you find yourself having an expectation, I think that, I think that something is supposed to be or it has to be or it should be. Shoulds, coulds, woulds, musts, all stuff like that. That's the stuff you need to stop and question. That's the stuff you need to really, really ask yourself about. That's the stuff you really need to be curious about yourself because what you're going to need to do and what we'll talk about tomorrow is giving yourself support when you feel like other people can't or don't. But that's that's tomorrow's topic. But for now, take a look at your expectations. Your expectations about how you think writing is supposed to be done, how your writing is supposed to feel, how you're supposed to do it, if it's supposed to be easy or hard, or if you're supposed to be writing for a certain amount of time, or you're supposed to be writing on a certain day with a certain style, or any any kind of expectation about production and thought and you know result. I, you know, I write a thing and I'm, I expect X number of people to read it, click on it, view it, whatever. All those expectations, that's, that's something to poke with a stick. That's something that you need to interrogate for yourself, not even for the work, not even for the career, not even for the, you know, big picture, whatever the hell that means, just for yourself. Take a look at your expectations today and I'll talk to you tomorrow.